When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome, New Yorkers. We are thrilled to be back and bringing you all our very first guest. Hi, everyone. We have our first guest here with us via Zoom, Colette Dong. She's a fellow native New Yorker and CEO and founder of The Nest New York. For some background, The Nest is New York's premier workout for trampoline cardio and muscle sculpting. In person and online, The Nest is an intimate oasis where fitness meets your nest. We were first introduced to Colette about five years ago through The Nest when we had the opportunity to go in person to the studio. I remember walking in, and we talk about it in our interview with Colette as well. The studio has this really zen vibe with pampas grass everywhere and natural light. It was built like a sanctuary. Dim lighting, different wellness products and tinctures that they sell there. So during quarantine, Katie and I actually bought the trampolines ourselves to keep the workout going. And we were taking the Ness's virtual classes. They are so much fun. We were super sore after we did the workout for a couple of days. Do not be fooled. It's a very, very difficult workout. And you may be familiar with Colette or the Ness workouts from either the Today Show, Eva Longoria's TikTok, Well and Good, or from other celebrities like Gwyneth Paltrow who love the Ness. So I'm Colette Dong. I'm from uh, New York. I grew up in Westchester and I live in Brooklyn. I am 30 years old, newly 30. I am one of the co-founders of The Ness. It's a trampoline cardio and muscle sculpting method with a New York City studio and an international digital platform. For anyone who maybe doesn't know, what is The Ness? Like, can you tell us a little bit about the workout? Mm -hmm. We focus on trampoline cardio and muscle sculpting. And trampoline cardio is that mini trampoline that you see. So it's not a big trampoline. It's very small trampoline and it's very low impact, but high intensity, which is why we love it and decided to create a method around it. It's because it's just so fun. It's so joyful. You can't help but smile. And it's something that you can do, you know, as you age, um, at any age, really it's good for kids, but it's also has a lot of longevity to it because it protects your joints while you do it. And then our muscle sculpting is same thing. It's low impact. We put combinations together. We move to be the music, um, so we want it to be really joyful and, and we want everyone to have a fun time doing it. And we started with New York studio and then we, now we do on-demand classes everywhere. So we're growing our digital community. Um, and then we also sell our trampolines. You can buy the trampoline and do it all together. Caitlin and I actually got the trampolines during, during COVID. <laughs> oh, um, I loved it. Yeah. And it, I, I remember I got it and my mom was like, does that actually work? And I was like, yeah. And I ordered another one and the two of us yeah. do the Nest live workouts. And she was like, oh my God, this is so hard. Yeah. 
It's great. No, it's I so feel like fun. The, the moms are always interested. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? I find that with a lot of our clients. My other friend, I just had coffee with, and she was like, "My mom's getting one. My aunt's getting one." Huh? It's it something really fun that you can do together as a group, and you can fit a lot in your house. You know, too. Yeah, they're but, small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's fun. Like it's, it's yeah. Like- the first time we went, we went to the studio a while ago. Well, I guess before COVID, we I feel like we laughed the whole workout. Yeah, <laughs> it was really yeah. fun. And it goes like quick, which is nice. Yeah. So quick. You're like, what happened? I just blacked out and then I'm in a stretch. <laughs> it's like, exactly. you're like, yes, I didn't do anything. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, I can't walk. Yeah. You're like, what happened? Who knows? So how did you guys come up with the idea and the name for Vanessa? So I met my co-founder, Allie, working at a dance gig. Actually, we've known each other for a really long time, but then we kind of work together in different capacities at different studios across New York and dancing together leading up to that. Um, And so we knew we wanted to create something of our own for a really long time. And we're kind of figuring out what that is, what it looks like. We started private training people in Tribeca and one of our clients, he um, bought a bunch of trampolines and he let us use his gym in his building. And the terms were, he got to pick the schedule every week. So we would show up at his house, but then we could invite whoever we wanted in charge for the spot. So that's kind of how we got started was doing that, which is really fun. Like, you know, like a funny, funny way to get started. Yeah. And we did that for about three months. And then we, you know, had the funds to open up our studio and we were like, love you, man. Like see you at the studio, but we can't do your schedule anymore because it was every week we had to drop the times to everybody on Sunday and people would show up, but that's not a way to consistently build, you know? So we did it that way. And then we needed a name of it because at that point it was just like Ali and Colette training people out of this man's gym it was like <laughs> our business and um we called it the nest my fiance helped us create it um because it's a quality or a state of being is what it denotes and so we like that it wasn't just you know one thing and I think when you're exercising you're thinking about your well-being it does evolve every day you know and and so we liked sure. that a, there was like a lot of this plan. It could be mindfulness. It could be, it could be just fitness. It could be overall wellness. It could be boldness and hotness, you know, and feeling coolness and all of that. But I just like that it kind of could evolve with us as we grew. Um, and that it was just kind of more of like an ethereal state and quality. I mean, it's like a, a very like relaxing, like chill name. It Even is. the vibe of the studio is so chill. It fits the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you guys were one of the first studios to have an aesthetic Yes, in terms of creating a space that's like got a vibe to it. And it's very Mm -hmm. zen, which is unique of workout studios, which tend to be like neon lights and Mm -hmm. super loud music. You almost feel like you're at a club where it's so chill with like the pampas grass and everywhere and the darker walls. That's something we wanted when we looked for our space because in New York, they shove you in the basement because you're loud. It's like always like get in the base you can blast your music there you know and so we really wanted somewhere with windows that was just light and natural light and I think it makes such a difference you mentioned you met your co-founder through dance did you grow up dancing the studio kind of emulates like a little bit of a dance studio yeah for sure 
We did. I've been dancing since I was three and Allie as well. We didn't grow up like she grew up in uh, Philly, but we were both in pre-professional ballet programs growing up. And when you dance or you train in ballet really seriously, they're like, don't do anything else. You're going to ruin your training. Like you can't run. You can't do this. Similar in college, I would say we both studied in college as well and got our BFAs and you spend so much time doing it too. So it's like, oh, I don't want to like backtrack, do something that's going to A, hurt me like skiing or snowboarding, you know, like all of that. It's like very discouraged but then b running is very parallel so your knees are tracking over your toes when you dance everything's turned out so you want to have a rotation in your hips to make that beautiful line and so when we were missing kind of like that cardio element to our lives we felt of this kind of like what you would do in a club which is like this like free dancing like your blood is pumping you're feeling (laughs) open the energy is flowing so we thought that that was kind of missing in our lives And what were you doing before starting Ness? Both were in like a circus immersive theater show together. That's really cool. It was very fun, Um, which like teaches you a lot about like holding space, immersive theater, especially for other individuals and like being present and kind of like going with the flow, which I think really helps when you teach a class. And then we were both working at different studios. We worked at a running studio together. And then we worked at a studio that had like a little bit of everything. Um, And we, Allie was, the last positions we were in, Allie was like the method director of a different studio. And I was the general operator, you know, um, managing director of it. And so that's where we kind of learned our business skills and, and how to run the back end side. So fitness, wellness has always been kind of a part of your life, part of your career path. Yeah, I've always loved movement. I went to college for dance and exercise science. So I majored in both. And I I feel like it's very rare too. I mean, my my path's like not, when I entered the professional world, it's not necessarily linear, but like my Mm -hmm. intentions, I think were always like kind of linear. Like I want to do something with this. I worked at the Harkness Center for Dance Injuries, which is a center in New York specifically for dancers to go when they're injured. So the orthopedists and the doctors that's at NYU are like, just focus on dance. And we would go backstage at Cedar Lake, which is now closed, but, um, or Valley Hispanico, like different companies. And we would treat the dancers back there, athletic training. So I've always like, liked making people's bodies happier, you know, like like, it would be really satisfying. Like you would tug on someone's ankle and they'd be like, oh my God, like this, I needed this. Right. Like, thank you. (laughs) Great. Yeah. And so that like manifested into, into more of the masses, like doing it for people that weren't just dancers. Um, but also showing normal people that they could have rhythm, they could have coordination and showing them what we love about dance and, and, empowering people to do that too is really fun to see when you see someone hit a combo finally you're like yes like you got it (laughs) you just did that yeah and it's it's very satisfying for me selfishly to see yeah so rewarding if you're a first timer what is kind of like the best class to start with I would say sculpt is great actually because it's not the trampoline, you know, you don't have to, a lot of people are fear, fearful of the trampoline at first and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I think is really great because you get to know us, you get to know the way we teach and the method. If you want to do bounce, I would suggest bounce stability because it's a mashup between sculpt and the trampoline. So it teaches you how to use the trampoline as a tool before you get to like the big one, which is like bounce, bounce advance, where you're on that trampoline the whole time, you know, mm-hmm. pushing cardio and learning the combo. So I think that progression is really nice for people. So in terms of what the the life we've been living the past two years, um, (laughs) how was running a business, especially a fitness business during the 
pandemic? Like, how did you pivot? And did you find the virtual world to be a much better experience or different whatnot? Yeah, Allie and I were, we knew we were going to do digital, you know, eventually. Oh, it was coming. It was coming. It was not priority because we did not see it. We were like, I love the energy of being in person and being with our community. There is nothing like it. You cannot translate it online. You know, we were like, we have to figure out how to do it, but we don't want to because we just don't want to, you know, we were interested in it. And people kept asking us for the pandemic. Do you have videos? Do you have videos? Hey, let's make these videos and people want them, you know? So we test ran like a couple of videos. We did some angles. We did some music mixing. We did some combos and we sent them to these people. We're like, give us $3, but give us feedback, you know? on what you think. And they were great. They paid for them and they loved them. I look at those first videos. I'm like, how did you love them? Like, they were really <laughs> bad. Yeah. Like, first of all, we're panting. Second of all, like the angle is so bad. Like third of all, the lighting is not good. You know, just like the whole thing. And I'm like, no, this is funny, but they kept doing them over and over again. And this was maybe like, little did we know the pandemic was coming, but this was probably five months before the oh, pandemic wow. really hit in March. And so was just doing the same videos over and over again. And they were loving them every month. They would pay $3 and get them. And we had had the hosting platform set up at that point too. So that was good. Like all of the software part of, you know, the tech that we do was built and it was there. And then COVID hit and it was like, okay, get <laughs> up. we got to get videos on this thing. Like there was no break. Like it was, we're closing today. We're filming tomorrow. And then I think we filmed three months worth of content in a week with all of our training three it was more the the editing of all of them yeah getting them up on the platform so that people felt like there was like a significant base there and at that point everyone's panicking right <laughs> right everyone's panicking clients are panicking about a their own lives but b like what are they going to do for their fitness is like totally yeah, yeah. we didn't know how serious and and all of that stuff so i think everyone was like what am I going to do? So we, we don't want people to log on and be like, there's two videos on here. I can't do this. Like that's it. Right. You know? We're like, we have to get a base up and then we need enough in case we can't come back to the studio. Cause we, at that point accepted that we were probably going to be in lockdown, I think in a week. So we were like, we need to get everyone in here before everyone's like in their houses. Wow. Right. We also need enough content to like drop new content every week. And that's where our weekly drops came. So we would drop two new videos every week and kind of just like that stuck and people are now like really used to that drop cadence you know which is yeah we have over 500 videos which is great now we have more clients online than we ever did you know in New York right. and so that's great and we can reach so many more people and we've met so many more people that love it and that it's been their savior during yeah the you know as well as ours it's giving us a reason to like get up and do something and and work out and and make content and then it's helping other people just kind of stay yeah. healthy and kind of, you know, release their energy for an hour or 30 minutes. So I think it's been, it's been good. It's been stressful, but it's been ultimately very fruitful. Yeah. It's funny. You said that you guys were kind of doing digital content before the pandemic, because I remember you being one of the first platforms that had it figured out. Like totally. a lot of other workout studios were just yeah. doing Instagram live, which was fine, but there were so many issues with like saving the workouts. The audio wasn't great. And I remember like when I got my trampoline, I remember seeing your videos uploaded on the Nest website and was like easy to navigate. Like, I feel like you were one of the first studios that really pioneered that transition onto like an actual platform. 
So in terms of, I guess, the future, do you feel like you guys will continue expanding the digital platform and still having your studio in New York or maybe like opening new studios and whatnot? We definitely want to keep expanding our digital platform. Again, I think it's a great way to reach people. The trampoline is something that you can have in your house easily. If you don't live in a city that is small, it's compact. It's really efficient too. You guys know, like you're sweating in 30 minutes. It's like yeah. very effective for your time. So I think that won't go away. And I think people are um, getting a lot of time back also in their day with their workouts where you used to commute an hour to a studio you like to do the class for an hour, go an hour home, that's three hours out of your day. And now you mm-hmm. just turn the computer on and do 30 minutes and it's like great, you know, and then so you have convenient. all the time back for your family or your kids or your work or whatever. So I think that will definitely stay and we want to continue to optimize that and optimize the platform. But then I think you're also, I think New York specifically will be mixed. Like people will maybe do that one or two days and they'll come to the studio on the weekends. I think people community is like, we're craving it, you know, and that's never going to go away. That's like time. So yeah, I think the studio will be bopping and we will keep New York TBD. And if other cities are coming, we're definitely hitting a lot of cities this year, kind of seeing What's up? We will be in LA in April, um, mm. seeing our clients there and doing some pop-ups and stuff like that. We have a pop-up in Dallas. Yeah, it's more mobile. It's more of a national thing, which is, it's crazy to think because it just started. Good as, for you guys. Started as us and Richard uh, and our friends. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're very grateful to him if he's ever listens to this. Yeah. So we. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. Everyone says thank you. How did you start relationship with Well and Good? Yeah, that was um, kind of just organic. I've been, you know, well and good kind of started taking off like when we started training, you know, like a kind of linear. Simultaneously. Yeah. And so I used to do some articles for them, like back in the day would quote, like, what's your favorite sneaker? You know, and I'd be like, (laughs) I've always had a really good relationship with them. And and they do a really wonderful job of writing and bringing information about wellness to, to everybody, to the masses. And so I started doing their good moves two years ago during the pandemic. And I think part of that, what made it easy was because we did have our own like filming setup. Mm-hmm. So at that time, like companies like that and production companies outside of wellness were sending like media kits basically on carts, like production carts to order. So my fiance is a, a director and that's like awesome. to make a commercial or to have somebody do something like in COVID, it was like these drop kits basically. And they'd like roll them in on a cart and it would be like a remote camera that somebody could control somewhere else on the other side. And there'd be instructor uh, instructions for people to like, okay, put your mic in here and plug it in here and like do your setup. And then they would remote direct and be like, okay, turn the light up here. And so that it would look good. And so well and good was doing something similar, but we have our own, you know, set up at the studio and cameras and all of that stuff. So I think partially it was just, I was there and I was ready and it was easy for me to make content for them and for their YouTube. Um, and from there it kind of just snowballed and now I do good moves and I love it. Cause that's like, again, it's another way to reach people and to do things that are maybe more a little like approachable. Do you have any like wellness hacks that you swear by or <laughs> live by? Yeah. I would say I have like things that are non-tangible and then things that like are material goods that are like, you okay. know, start with the non-tangible. I think the biggest hack is that you have to find something you enjoy and that's how you're going to stick with it. So whether that be a workout or a piece of fruit or a healthy snack, like things that you genuinely are like, I look forward to 
consuming this and doing that and then like cut all all the other noise from the industry because there's always going to be an article that's like you should be drinking CMOS and you're like should I be drinking CMOS you know and you start to question your life and I was like I need CMOS or else I'm not going to be you know yeah Yeah. no it's true like this tastes like literal crab and I want to throw up and it's like you're forcing yourself every day to drink this sea moss and it's like like the celery have- juice thing I couldn't yeah. get myself on board I, I forced could. myself to do you it did. I forced myself to do it for months and then I was like why am I doing this like it yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. like I don't like it and it's expensive it's inconvenient yeah like I hated the first thing I'm putting in my mouth in the morning is like celery it was like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly exactly so identifying that trusting yourself and honing into like, what was I doing when I felt the happiest in my life? And then those things, it's that simple. Take those things. I I had a good relationship with my family. I was doing this workout. I was eating this way, put those together and and just always aim to be doing that I think is like the biggest hack. And then yeah, trust yourself, you know, like, you know what you should be doing, you know, (laughs) what you should be doing. And I think like there is Instagram and TikTok and so much noise articles you know that you can consume that can kind of like stray your vision a little bit so just like yeah. always back to that I think is a really big hack all it takes is one person to yeah. say like oh my god I felt my best when I was eating flowers or like yeah. I stopped and yeah. started to eat like yeah. dirt and rub it on yeah. my face and now exactly. I look the best I've ever looked and everyone's yeah. like really okay I'll do it too yeah. exactly <laughs> and they look good right and and they're like glowing and you're like yeah I eat dirt. like <laughs> do like I'm oh that's what it takes no problem yeah. no, no problem let me do it yeah and then hacks I have this like aura ring that tracks oh god don't get with the aura ring. With the aura ring. I like it I think that's like a big hack in terms of like when I should add extra workouts to because I teach and so that always had trouble balancing in past times so it, this tells me when it's like recover today or don't or you can push it a little more and I think that's really helpful it's like the stats it gives you isn't detrimental to people that are a little more obsessive over metrics I think like that yeah way. and I think it's like a nice holistic view on, on where you're at so that's like a material good hack that's I don't drink one. any water like I need to drink more water so I've had to hack my water a lot to like get myself to do it and I have um these sticks called Mab and Stoke in there herbs so it's one of the founders of true botanicals she's like an herb goddess like just knows what is up with herbs like all of it yeah. the whole life to do things and I tried to get into it again when I did acupuncture they would give you the tinctures I'd be like this tastes like I can't do it like yeah <laughs> so I kind of like it was like I'm not gonna do herbs but then she makes these sticks that, that actually taste good and there's one called recovery and it's just lemon and ginger and it's powdered and it's like put that water and then I'm chugging water because it tastes better <laughs> and it's I like, feel yeah. like a lot of people have that issue yeah so that's it's a so really good one yeah it's so boring I'm everything I'm like give me coffee give me tea a seltzer yeah. a poppy this like I love poppy oh god I'm like a poppy a day it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah and a madman stoke and then maybe I'll have like one glass of water but I mean it's all good so I'm, I'm working on that but I'm trying to like hack my hydration a little bit I tried the jug with where it was like that's oh, what I had yeah. and I was like I don't need that like I'm a trainer like I can hydrate myself like I don't need this thing to tell me to literally be like you're almost there (laughs) I need it I need it like I need it and then it came and my fiance was like well I can't wait to throw that out in six months when you stop (laughs) doing it how did you guys meet 
we met doing a dance film. He was the director and I was a dancer and age old tale, but we were actually Aww. friends. Like we never saw each other again after that day. We were only on set one day together and then like went about our lives and then a year later the same like producer asked him and I to come on another project together um separately and it was a smaller cast that time so it was just me and him and two other talents so we became friends like over that weekend right um and then we were friends for like two or three years after that before we wow timing you know and yeah yeah and now he's like a huge part of the nest as well like really helps us out major favor to us because it's not his job at all and he's like definitely above doing <laughs> what we have him to do but he does it anyways because he loves all of us but yeah he he definitely is responsible for like a lot of the content that you see on the nest a lot of the branding um a lot of the creative direction any good photos that are like professional and not any us good photos yeah, yeah if it's like us doing a reel and it's like looking bad that was us if it's a nice photo that was him so you can kind of know and then right. he does all of our digital and helps us film it and edit it and kind of create the look and feel that way and brainstorm campaigns so he's a huge part too of it and works with Ali and I he's like the the third silent founder of the next right <laughs> without, without any of the benefits he just <laughs> works for us right That's well awesome. are you, no the benefits you mm-hmm. exactly the benefit is me and my love yeah he's yeah. engaged to you are you kidding yeah exactly exactly <laughs> that's what I said speaking of like purchases because you said like the water bottle what was your like silliest craziest quarantine purchase that's an excellent question I took part in every quarantine activity. Tie dye. That was mine. I didn't open the kit. Yeah. That was definitely mine. I definitely cooked a lot. I would say I like cooked. um, That's a good one though. You like learned a life skill. Yeah. Yeah. Like elaborate soups and stuff. Cause I was like, wow, I have time to do this. I don't think I bought anything insane. I feel a lot of people like was the triumph. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. You know, like, like, which I do anyways, like. I'll go shopping and I'm like, oh, cute. Another sweatsuit. I'm like, need no, it. Sweatsuit. You need normal people clothes that you can go to a dinner in. That's not at leisure. <laughs> and then it's like, oops, got the sweatshirt again. <laughs> I think like just cozy. We wanted things that were like comforting skincare. I love, I just like love. Yeah. Oils on my face and seeing what happens. So, oh, yeah, a lot of those. Yeah, definitely. Now we're thinking of going into some like quick fire New York related questions. So, first, what is your favorite restaurant in New York? You can do like top two or three. Yeah, one is hard. Yeah, one is hard. That's like so rude of us to. Gosh, I would say there's a restaurant in my neighborhood I live in, Cobble Hill. Um, It's in Brooklyn Heights. It's called Colony. And it's really great. It's like new American and just like trusty. I have a lot of good memories there with girlfriends and also Aww. with Johan. And, and so that's one of my favorites. And it's just a nice vibe. It's chill, but cute, always yeah. like friendly, always good service. So very trusty there. And then the next one, I would say probably something in Chinatown, like um, Joe Shanghai or... So good. Hopley on Ma is I grew up going there with my family so that's like family ties we would go to Chinatown and we would get lunch with my like other relatives and then do the canal street like looking for Tiffany's <laughs> like hearts and like going to the Hello Kitty store it's like right. hearts. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I would say those two are near and dear to me. Okay. So then what would be like your favorite place to go out for drinks? Drinks. I'm like, I haven't done any of this in so long. (laughs) A bar that is adult, but then Mm -hmm. turns into non-adults, like at a later time that like starts off with a good teeny, but has the ability to take a turn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not in a sloppy way, but like, which I feel like there needs to be more bars that are for like 30 to 35 year olds that want to like turn up, but not be at 13th step, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, Dante obviously has great cocktails in terms of like just consistency. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And what's your favorite date spot? I would say anything in our neighborhood is like always fun. Like we, we love our neighborhood. So just going to different spots there. Um, Johan likes to go to the Whitney a lot, like museum, do something oh, cool. that's like eating and drinking all the time. Cause I think that's like always New York. It's like, okay, what's, what is there to do besides eat and drink? Like there is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think museum dates are fun. Theater dates are fun like plays some musicals I'm not a huge musical person I prefer plays over musicals but yeah ends in the performing art oh there's that and then I love like a New York like something that only happens in New York those are the moments where I'm like I love New York and you like go home like skipping free mm-hmm. whether yeah. Yeah, or like a fun party or something that's like feels like really special and like it wouldn't happen you wouldn't be invited anywhere else other than in this city that you can kind of get into some stuff that's that's adventurous and unique so then favorite neighborhood in New York would it be Cobble Hill Cobble Hill a thousand percent I want (laughs) live here forever I want to die in a brownstone somewhere and then come and they're gonna block the street (laughs) and they're gonna be honking as they take my decrepit body out in the back (laughs) and there's gonna be traffic like yeah in a got it Okay. Yeah, cause traffic and that's it. Wait, you said you liked coffee. So what is your go-to coffee shop? It would say Blue Bottle for sure, which is what I'm currently drinking. I live next to a Blue Bottle, which is dangerous. And then there's also <laughs> one right to the nest. So there's yeah. everything I am. And so, but I do think they have like the best coffee. And I also have this thing called a hojicha latte from them, which is like a toasted green tea. Um, okay, so then best or favorite season in New York? Fall, fall all the way. Yeah, I agree. Favorite like wellness spot in New York, like acupuncture massages, like somewhere you like to go to sit for some self-care. I love higher dose. Like I love doing infrared. We love, we're obsessed with higher dose. (laughs) Yeah. And you definitely leave glowing and you're like, this works. Yeah. Um, Let's do that. I love all trying all the spas, like great Jones, like the water spas are nice because you can't really get on your own. I don't have a tub either it's just like a stand and shower in our apartment so it's like nice to just like be submerged underwater plunge is nice like I like to do hot cold hot cold it's so good for you and just like definitely what is your least favorite thing about New York oh least favorite I don't think I, I'm one of those people and I don't know if it's because I grew up you know like in the area in Westchester like I I love all of it like I love the trash I love the homeless man <laughs> like singing song you know I'm like there's right. so much to see and there's so much character I would say like I I hate the subway the most mm-hmm. I still love yeah it fair. It's really amazing. Like, you can get anywhere you want for three dollars it's like, so it, it is the most convenient way yeah exactly get around. 
it's good and you can read a book and and all of that but I do I think during the pandemic because I, I wasn't on it I was like now I prefer yeah that's how we yeah, become. Like, yeah I, I like biking better now um I'm terrified you should do it I was terrified for a long time and then pandemic forced me. Now I love it. I'm like in the electric city bikes. I'm always on a hunt. I'm like, I need the e-bike. I want to try it. Yeah. I was biking yesterday and like somebody biked by in like a full wolf suit with this fur, <laughs> like blasting. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like it. It. I was like, I'm going over this bridge. It's beautiful. The sun is setting. Wolfman is giving me rock <laughs> seeker. Like this is what I need. Like, right. So much thank you, Wolfman, for yeah, all the vibes on my way home. Exactly. Um, so, are you like more of a nights out in the city or early morning? Um, I'm both. I would say people yeah. are surprised. Ali and I can definitely hang. <laughs> the thing is, like everyone is always like, "Oh, you guys can hang," and I think there's like this thing about wellness or trainers, right? That they're so like strict and totally. Emotional bodies and they don't drink and they don't do you know like go out but both I I love like a weekend morning walking around yeah getting coffee like walking around Cobble Hill but then I love drinks like weekday drinks I feel like a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night is always what gets you and you're always like wow why did I why am I hungover (laughs) favorite song to work out to I like remixes a lot. I always play a lot of those because I think it's just fun and everyone seems to smile. Um, my music is like so skewed now because every time I hear a song, it's like, is this bounce? Is this sculpt? Like I don't listen for enjoyment <laughs> any longer. Yeah. I but I like um, something that's like a little indie, but with energy, um, like a Vance Joy, something that's kind of like chill, but also makes you feel like you would like stick your head out of cab and maybe shed a tear. Right. Just, like, you know, just something that's like. Get you in your feels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do I you make that. all your own playlists? Yeah, we do. Wow. I love that. Is there uh, somewhere we can follow the Nest playlists? Yeah, I have a Spotify and then I also do a lot on SoundCloud, which I feel like is the the weird underground like of music streaming but um I know people forget about I love SoundCloud that's like the best for remixes and stuff definitely um but I think I'm Coco on SoundCloud and then I'm just Colette Dong on Spotify where can everybody find you you can find me at Colette Dong on Instagram you can find the Ness at the Ness NYC also on IG and then that's the same as our website you can find all the links there to try on demand or to get a trampoline or to just look at the website or to DM us and have a chat we are always there and we love talking to people send me a DM I also love talking to people that's it that's where I'm at it's up to you new